0: Steve from Survivor.com, and with me are three amazing Rooster Teeth personalities. I've got Gus Sorola, Bernie Burns, and Jack Patello here. Say hi, guys. Hey. hey. Hi, guys. Wow. Gus <laughs> is literal.
1: Very good. Welcome to Australia. Thank Thanks. Thank we you. love we love coming down here. So any excuse we have, I, I I try to come down here as much as possible. Just watching the water spin in the other direction is lots of fun. Does that? It, does it doesn't actually that do that. No. Is that true? <laughs> the, the, here, use the toilet it's, here? It just goes straight down.
2: straight down. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Cool kick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess I don't live in an environment where I
3: let water spiral down yeah. the drain. I wonder if you did that, though. If you, like, poked a hole in, like, a sheet of paper. Who the hell
2: ever noticed that to begin with? I don't with. know. So like, I'm not that
3: observant. Yeah. I'm not that observant. I remember hearing this
2: kid, and I predate the Simpsons. Well,
0: did, this is a random question. Do your toilets still have lots of water in them? Or do you have a water-saving toilet? Depends
2: now? on how old your house is. There so, you go. And, in fact, there's, like, a whole, like, underground market for toilets that have bigger <laughs> tanks i will take them out of old houses and put them in other people's houses. Yeah,
1: the, the toilet I have now at home is the one that has, like, the two different types of flushes. And it she's straight Oh, through. really? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Like uh-huh, the, the light cool. flush or the heavy flush. That's but huge neither huge. button yes. is labeled. <laughs> and they both appear to do the exact same thing to me. Yes. I, I yes. Like, I've had that toilet for three years. I have no idea what button does what. <laughs> <laughs> See, you've all been to Australia before. Jack, I think only the once.
3: Yeah, only once. Only the once? Uh, yeah, I went to uh, Sydney, Melbourne, and the Gold Coast last See, time I was here.
0: You should still be able to answer this pretty easily, I'm hoping. Bernie might be omitted just because of... Bias.
3: Melbourne or Sydney? Oh, me? I mean, oh, yeah. me Melbourne. Anybody take a go? Melbourne. No doubt. No no, no. no. Mel- Melbourne reminds me of a lot of Austin, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to lean towards this a whole
2: lot. I'm going to recuse myself because my girlfriend lived for four years in Sydney and loves it too much. <laughs> and uh, I like... I'm going to say Wellington.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's Austin more like? Definitely a lot,
2: lot of Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. This, yeah. We We are much more in tune, I think, with Melbourne just because Austin is so much like it.
0: Cool, and you guys talk about food all the time. Yeah, food, food shops. I'm, I'm not criticizing that. I love that. Have you found any places in Melbourne yet, or do you want some suggestions?
1: Um, there's, there's a lot of places I like going to. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Last time we were here, we stayed like right across the water on the side of South Bank, and uh, we stayed across from that Lord of the Fries place. Yeah. So many nights I, I was drunk, stumbling back to the hotel, stopping there, and and uh, picking up late night fries. Fujin, um, I- or what, what?
0: Passes as poutine
1: in oh, Australia. I was say, yeah, right? Australian yeah. yeah. poutine. It's pretty much
0: just cheese and gravy,
1: but it's like <laughs> close
3: enough. I just like that you have Hungry Jacks. That makes me happy. <laughs> which is yeah. but, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: but they it's, put beets on burgers down here. Oh yeah, yeah which yeah. I am not a fan of. I had yeah. to look for that.
3: Yeah. yeah, we just ordered and I just
2: had to look to make sure there was no beetroot on my burger. Coming <laughs> yeah. <I> later. <laughs> But I and I'm I'm like when I come down here I want to get a meat pie and everyone's like why would you eat meat pies because they're garbage I'm like I just it's unique and I like <laughs> it you know as long as you don't go to Pie Face that's acceptable is Pie Face
0: not good well it's kind of like the the whole oh it's a national chain we don't like those things get out Starbucks like so if you do it make sure no one sees you okay I have I, to I saw a couple <laughs> so coming i yeah, so not good. I've not been to one yet I was hoping to go to one later today there you go I, I have a suggestion for you it's called de Burger it's across the river on Flinders Lane it's not too far away it's named after the Cosby Show no I was gonna ask the Huxtables yeah Huxtables Burger, and there's a burger for each of the family members do the, bur- <laughs> do, do the burgers come in little sweaters yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> what's on the Rudy come on, um, on the Rudy is the kids burger uh, of course um, Vanessa is the hot one so the hot oh. the spicy burger uh, uh, there's a Bill and uh
3: Claire I forget
0: what they are but yeah. they're great try it um, and it's supposed to taste like in and out but I've never had never oh had I'll try. It. I'll so try. Like it. very American-y, like sugary buns. All right, good stuff. With, good stuff. with beetroot and egg on. <laughs> yeah. You can get one that has beetroot and egg, but you might want to steer clear yeah. <laughs> of that one, obviously. Anyway, those were the those were the warm up questions. I have serious ones. Okay. For all right. All right. Um, These are serious questions. Serious questions. Who's don't serious? answer seriously though if you don't want to. Um, you guys are celebrities in kind of what I think of the weirdest sense of the term celebrity. And, like, agree. don't take offense, but no, 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 fan no. Fan. Okay. All right. You're famous. In very specific sections of society, 10,000 people at the recent RTX, millions of YouTube subscribers, but you could walk down the street and people who don't do video games wouldn't have a clue who you are. Just How does that
1: work? So uh, someone described it to me uh, in a way I'd never thought of it recently. Uh, at RTX, one of the attendees told me that he thought of us as like uh, the Edward Norton character in Fight Club. <laughs> Where it's like, most you walk down the street, most people don't know you, but the people who do know you, you know, give you that acknowledgement. And you have like that's, that secret handshake no and like, right. there's this secret underground, like, yes, you're in the club with each other. And I thought, that's perfect.
2: That's not a bad explanation. My, my previous best explanation for it, before hearing that, and I'm going to use that from now on, which was, I, my other explanation was I go to a dinner party and it would take me 20 minutes to explain what I do for a living. And the explanation always ended with, just ask your kids. Yeah. Exactly. Or,
3: like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always, always interesting when people are like, so what do you do? I'm like, do you have a, do you have a son? Ask them, you know? <laughs> they, yeah. they've probably seen something that we finished already. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. The other kind of half to that is the people that, and you kind of already talked about it, guys. The guys that do know you, know you so well. And it's because you have so many different mediums that you put yourself out on. I've never met you before, Jack, but right. random story. I was on the train at E3 to go to the, the, the Bethesda party. I can speak. I promise. <laughs> you were right beside me, and I only noticed it was you because I could hear your voice. I and mean, your, is- <laughs> your voice is pretty, you know, yeah, pretty unique. I think you were talking to your partner. I tried not to listen to your conversation because that's a bit rude. But I almost, at one point, just turned and started talking to you because
3: that's Jack. Yeah, it's of just it's right. definitely. I mean, we do. We. I mean, a lot of our personal lives are out there because of the podcast and because we've, you know, been doing content now for you know however many years, and so we do have this weird sort of familiarity with our fans where our fans assume they know us they know like everything about us but and so sometimes it's kind of strange because people don't know how to approach that where they'll come up and they'll be like oh yeah like obviously we're friends and it's like I have no idea who you are you they, are, some, they,
2: it's like they pick up the conversation in the middle
3: yeah yeah, yeah. and so it's kind of strange where it's kind of like oh all right well I've never met you who are you and but they they know all about us so it's kind of, it's kind of a weird thing to, to go with but you know it's you can just roll with it you know <laughs> every like all of our fans are really really great so it's 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 you know not not a terrible. thing. Another weird offshoot of that is uh, in
2: social media, it, people will start talking to me about something. Like they'll say, "No, Bernie," on Twitter. "No, Bernie." Uh, Nico's cousin is named Roman, and I'm like, "What?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" They said, "Oh, you said on the podcast." It was like that was eight weeks ago. It's yeah. like they're like yeah. in one statement, and they like, they pick it up in in real time to them, and I'm like, I have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah.
0: It, it seems like most of your fans are pretty. They, they can respect that, that maybe they're more intimate with you than you would be with them. That, that hopefully there's a nice balance there. If, any horrible stories, any horror stories that you want to share? Unless you don't, I don't want
1: to and then people get the wrong idea and try to do it again. Oh, that's a good point. I was going to start telling you horror <laughs> stories <laughs> yeah. and then you said that. No, I'm I'm suddenly wanting to climb up a bit. But I think
2: we get it too. Like, I'm a big fan of the Howard Stern Show in America. And that's like that kind of show where it's like a long-running four hours a day They talk about their personal lives and things like that. And I got a chance to go sit in on one of their shows a a few months ago. And it was like, I was very cognizant of the fact of like, I know way more about these people than our relationship should allow. And so it's like, I had to be aware of that. And so I think, you know, we as a group at Rooster Teeth are kind of, we're a lot like our demographic in that we are fans of stuff. I mean, if you look at Rooster Teeth, it essentially started as a fan film of Halo and it just grew from there the stuff they do with Achievement Hunters because they're fans of video games. And so we definitely fall into that culture. So we, we get it, you know, we totally get it.
3: Yeah. We can jump in and talk about video games to pretty much. anybody, You know, and like that's, it's way of this common medium to discuss. And so like that stuff's easy. And then when it starts getting the personal stuff, it's like, all right, it's a little bit weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will say that one time Jack yeah. and I went out for drinks where, uh,
2: we, we went out, and we were talking about stuff like two friends having drinks, oh, and talking about personal stuff. And we sat there and talked for half an hour. I was talking to Jack about something, getting his advice on something in my life. And, uh, after a full 30 minute discussion of all that stuff, a guy, like the table next to us, like set up and they went to leave. And one of the guys turned around, the guy closest to us and he goes, Hey guys, I just want to say I'm a huge fan. Hey Jack, <laughs> hey Bernie. It's like, just, hey, just want to say hello. And he was like, a Really cool guy. And yeah. then I was like, What the fuck were we just talking yeah, about? Yeah, like, 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 what like, our conversation? What like you about. said,
1: how you were sitting next to Jack on the bus and, you know, he was having a conversation. I'm worried about that constantly. It's like, yeah. is the person next to me, like, do they know? who I am, like, should I not be having this conversation in public? Like, that's always, that's always really... I'm bizarre. really dumb. I don't even
3: like
2: think about it until it comes up.
3: Yeah. You know, we actually, really it's funny, because we actually have code words for some productions now. Like, when we were working on stuff before it came out, yeah. we'd have to refer to things in code just for that specific reason. For if, if we're talking in public, and it's like, oh, someone, you know, heard, what what is Ruby now? And it's like, oh, no, 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 can't do that, you know, so we have be very careful in those yeah.
0: Are there code names that you have since released that you could share? Or do you know. recycle
2: them? It's it's one of those no no we're not yeah. individual ones no I don't think there's any yeah I think, the, think I think about the, about. The, the
3: big ones that I'm thinking of were still still under wraps so yeah fair enough. um now I just finished listening what's the code,
2: to give me the code word wait what's give me one project X uh, Wilhelm? <laughs> yeah, one. Wilhelm. Wilhelm yeah Wilhelm yeah. Oh, yeah. Wilhelm oh yeah there's yeah. Wilhelm and there's that hasn't another. come out so. there's Wilhelm
3: and there's another one that I forget but yeah. i always get mixed up my easy problem my
0: easy solution is I don't talk about him. How about that No, just keeping on that weird, intimate fan relationship, was that really your phone number that got leaked the other day? Well, technically, no, it was
3: not my phone number. Ten, I mean, but it was my phone that was ringing. So it was basically How Joel, Joel went and got a phone number and somehow, like, when I was distracted signing autographs or something, someone swapped the SIM cards on my phone. Oh, number. good. So a different number was ringing onto my phone. So my phone started blowing up and it was really about after a day Joel kind of let me in on it. He's like, oh yeah, I actually did this. And so...
2: So here's the thing too, is that Joel had to be... Joel had to let everybody know, but let everybody know the phone number in a way that Jack wouldn't hear it. Yeah. He just all of a sudden started getting the calls, and so had then had to realize that that's what it was. So that was, like, orchestrated
3: all by Joel. Yeah. So, I mean, glancing at your phone, you don't know what your own number is unless you, like, go through the settings, so no one thinks about that. And so it was just, like, all of a sudden my phone went off, and I assumed that Joel had something to do with it, and so... (laughs) That was, that was a, a rough twenty four hours or so of my life. I can. You've had that number for ages. Yeah, I've had it since I was sixteen. I'd be fine. So, yeah. geez, geez, fifteen years.
0: It w- Were you in the process of canceling it?
3: Oh no no no! no. It, was, it was one of those things where I mean we were in the middle of RTX, so it was kind of like all right, I'll just deal you with this later. And then once once Joel sort of let me in on it, it like we let it calm down, and then we sort of let let people know what actually happened.
2: You don't ever want to react that fast, like canceling a phone number, either to something like that, because you never know. How long something's gonna hold the attention span of the internet? Yeah. yeah. Or like if something like well, you will try to make things go viral and you can't, and then things that you don't want to go viral do, you know? So you <laughs> yeah. never, you kind of have to wait and see. The internet has its own life. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Well, I feel, I feel very, I feel much better now. I felt so bad for you <laughs> when I heard that. <laughs> yeah. You should I, still hate Joel. Yeah, we absolutely absolutely agree on that.
2: <laughs> That's a perfectly fine emotion. He's to have. a jerk. Uh, there you
0: go. Um, now, in terms of Rooster Teeth, you've, you've basically gone from your. Bedroom Bernie? was that right? It was a spare a bedroom in, house, in yeah. your house to a company. How, how many people do you employ?
2: 58 as yeah. of the last count. And in, I think we hired three more people since we left town. Jesus. Yeah. Full timers, yeah. or is that? That's for Ruby, for animation. Oh, God. Yeah. So many.
3: In 10 years. Roughly. Man, I'll
2: tell you the, the biggest jump. Jack, when you joined, yeah, you I was, were employee number what?
3: Yeah, I was, so after seven years, I came on as employee number nine or 10, depending on how you count. And Three years later, we're at fifty eight. So it's just like that. We had this huge exponential jump. And it was so, it
1: was a super small group for yeah
3: forever. I mean, look, we have nine Achieve hundred employees now. It's like, I mean, that's just, it's ridiculous to think of it that way. It's like you know, I came on as like number nine at Rooster Teeth, and now we have nine just at hunter. hundred. Like when I started, achievement hundred didn't exist. So
2: and not to not to
3: Perfect. pull back the curtain too far, but
2: as somebody who managed the company for a long time, I'm not the CEO anymore. Matt Holm is, but one of the tough things we dealt with was that there was a period of growth of like we were catching up on stuff and there were people who were trying to work with us and they were working on projects and we would like hire them for like two weeks at a time or something like that or like Achievement Hunter guys who worked for like three years in the community and then they were hired on and now they're a huge part of Achievement Hunter and now it's like somebody could potentially get a job with the growth of the company after like a week or two or one interview and now and it's like it's, it's hard to communicate that to people who like put in a lot of dues you know to, to build it up um, the, you know, this is part of the growth of the company, you know? Yeah. We can't just make everybody wait three years to get a
3: job, you know? Yeah. Or we? <laughs> but we could, like, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. That's like someone like Ray. Like, Ray came on. He was a community hunter. So he was submitting stuff basically, you know, on his own time for free for us. And then, like, we saw him doing that and was like, wow, this guy's making really quality content. So we contracted him. So we started paying him to do, like, certain a number of videos a week. And then when it came time to actually hire someone full-time, I was like, alright, we'll bring you on.
2: Yeah, Ray was telling me in that game time that we did that, um, he got his job because he ran out of unemployment. Yeah, his <laughs> welfare well checks we going to end. Yeah, and so, so then he said, can I please just get a job? Yeah. So they didn't know he was in that, in that situation. So. Yeah, so
3: we have so. someone like Ray like literally three years getting a job and then we have someone like JJ who was an editor who was working on a different project and they were like, well, we're pretty much done. We're going to let his contract expire. He's like, yeah. we need an editor and so we hired him over and so it was like that and so you know he came on for some other project ended up with us. And so it just it can happen as quickly as that. There's also a lot of behind the scenes employees too that aren't nearly as glamorous, oh, yeah. but who are super critical to
1: the continued operation of the company. Like we have an accountant, you know, <laughs> <We have laughs> people who don't yeah. necessarily know what Rooster Teeth is or, you know, the internet side of things, but they do a very core
3: job that needs to get done. Right. Or something like a store manager, which is like, we never really had that. Now we do. And it's like, oh my God, how do we survive without a store manager? And so, yeah, you're, we're filling in a lot of holes now Like after, as we're expanding. It's like, oh, yeah, these it makes sense that we have this person now. So.
0: And it it seems like the success of Rooster Teeth is, like you guys have been saying, you have so many projects that are just kind of sitting, waiting to be announced. You're not stuck into a very specific track of what you have to do. If you want to do some Machinima, great. If you want to do a game show, you can. If you want to do a concept where you take game ideas and try to make Reality from it, immersion is what I'm trying to Mm -hmm. describe. (laughs) You can do whatever you want, really. And that's that got to be, one, very liberating. But I guess, two, does that detract from a traditional form of media? Like, you don't get the recognition that a television station does, but you produce the same kind of stuff. The, The environment you just
2: described, we have a very strong appreciation for because that environment is a very recent development. I mean, even if you go five years to a company that's 10 years old, um, you know, we we were looking at ending, you know, essentially the first run of Red versus Blue, and then there was a feeling like we can't do that, we couldn't do that at that point in time. Had to go back and breathe new life into that series to keep it going. Um, it's only just recently with the success of shows like Achievement Hunter, uh, podcast, that Gus runs that we can do this. Now Ruby coming on, it's like now we have the ability to do that. We, we didn't have that ability for a long time, so it's like I personally, for me, it's like I have an appreciation for that every single day. That were not single threaded. Yeah. Up until probably um, maybe four years ago, end of season seven, ninety five percent of our revenue with the company came from red versus blue DVDs and T shirts. Yeah, and so that had to change. Yeah, that we, had to change fast. I, I feel like
1: we did a, a very quick and a very good job of that of creating that diversity.
2: Yeah, and it but it took some time. And yeah. it's, it's it's like it's not something that just happened. It was a lot of work, yeah. you know.
1: So
0: podcast immersion gauntlet are like easily my favorite. Do you have projects that you're just really connected to that
3: you wish you could do more of or you've had to you know, What's what's your favorite stuff to do? I'm, I'm pretty locked into achievement hunter so <laughs> like, no, I was going to say I mean I, I was there at the, the the birth of it you know so we're actually we're turning 5 years old next Sunday so we've been around for a while I'm, I'm very very proud of it Do you project.
2: have a favorite achievement hunter show though that you work on? No I, I don't
3: know like everything is so much fun like Pick the let's, one the let's play stuff <laughs> Pick one you know, The let's play Pick stuff one. is the way to go I'd Pick say Pick one Either Minecraft Let's Play or GTA Let's Play. Like, those are just... Pick one. The most fun to do. Pick I'm, one. Alright, uh, Minecraft. No, 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 no. It took the Let's Play, hey. it the
2: Let's Play um, show itself a while to take off. Like, yeah. there was a lot of different, like, iterations of Let's Play at Rooster Teeth. And it always seemed like, got our personalities playing video games, just seemed like that would work. And then it's like, when you guys hit with that Minecraft thing, it was like totally... Hilarious. Well, that was... only totally,
3: I think for us, for the Let's Play, we avoided it for so long because personally i believe a perfect internet video is about three minutes long yeah. anything longer than that is just way too long you should you know people don't have the attention span to do it and so we stayed away from those for a long time and then then jeff and michael started doing the saints row let's play you uh, know like there have been some other stuff before but that was the one they started doing almost like just playing this together and it started pulling in a lot of views and i was like wow this is actually doing pretty well and then minecraft hit for the xbox and i was like okay let's try this and then we made this video and it just exploded and it was like all right, there is something here. We gotta, we gotta really look into this. And now we're putting out three Let's Plays a week, and then Bernie's got game time, and then we've got a full play, and it's just like— Well, what? What? Tell, tell a story about how you guys decided to work on the GTA Let's Plays, which are a huge. Oh, that, show was, now. that was just a whim. Like that was literally <laughs> a, we watched. Uh, we, the Grand Theft Auto Five trailer came out. Like one of the newer trailers came out. It's like, God, man, we should play some Grand Theft Auto Four. And then we threw it in, and now we've got almost a weekly show. On yeah, Grand Theft Auto like 4. two million views because they watched the trailer all yeah. the <laughs> way. When was over, they go, "Why don't we just play that game?" Yeah. Okay, so I was just like, "Why haven't we done this before?" And it's like, "All right, well, let's play some Red Dead Redemption too." Like, okay, why not? And so I love that. Yeah, now we're just kind of jumping in, and it, 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 sometimes it's as quick as that. It's like, "All right, what do we want to play today?" Let's just play it and then, but I mean, a lot of times it's like we're just Swamp with other stuff. I was like, okay, we've got three hours free, let's pick a game that we can play six player on and then do it.
0: Kind of looking at what you guys do, it almost seems like the next thing, maybe even Achievement Hunter, because you guys spend so much time in, in Minecraft building stuff, de- developing stuff, if you will. It almost seems like game development is kind of just sitting. Just out of reach right now. Like, is like that an idea? Is like, that a concept you want to get into? Like make your own, make your own game.
3: Would you do it? Does I, it has it been considered? I, uh, I hear the Ruby guys talking about making a game. like uh, Shiva Hunter. I don't think we'd ever make our own game. I, we, think, I think I like being on the other side of it.
1: As a company, we have a lot of the a lot of employees who have the the majority of the skill sets covered, but we don't have coders. <laughs> uh, but and, and I think I don't know. I don't want to speak for for Bernie or Jack. I wouldn't be interested to see us in game development. Mm. Um... I'm just too much of a fan of games. I wouldn't want to get yeah. like on the other side of it.
2: We did make Griffball, which became the most popular custom game type for Halo three and you know the Halo franchise. Maybe probably not popular than zombies. Um, but you know, became extremely popular. They made action figures from things like that. Running the the community driven seasons the way we did, and here's another vector for, you know, getting employed at Rooster Teeth, all all of those commissioners ended up working at Rooster Teeth. Jack, you were already working at Rooster Teeth with Achievement team, yeah, weren't you? Yeah. For when you commissioned, we were commissioned, commissioner were commissioner for it. Then Gavin was a commissioner for help with videos. Yeah, and then Caleb was. Caleb commissioner. Yeah.
1: There, there was one That thing.
2: was, you, you can, can probably talk. speak to this. We, the experience of like, when we put out content and make content, you get comments and we're used to those. We put out a game type and like we helped like run seasons on that. I don't think we were prepared for the level of criticism that comes with making games. That's like, yeah. a, that's a totally different level. Because when you have narrative content, people like it or they don't like it or they see your asshole or look at that ugly dude <laughs> on camera or whatever, you know. Um, but with play, it's like they were just brutal. I mean, they yeah. were they were they were pretty brutal.
3: Yeah, when it when it comes like the professional game players, like those guys are serious, man. Like like oh, you had like you know any amount of lag, we had to hold, scrap the whole game, and it's like you can't control that stuff. Like oh no, you can't control that stuff. Oh god.
2: You know honestly, probably uh, there's a couple experiences over the course of our company, our groups working together. You also knows we don't do reviews. That's another thing we keep doing. Are you do game reviews? Gus and I had a very negative experience where we we Gus had a site and I wrote for him. We were making game reviews, and one of our guys wrote a really funny bad review of the game. Where at the end of the review, he puts the disc in the microwave because he says watching the sparks fly is more entertaining than playing the game. And the developer of the game wrote us and said, you know, you know, fifty people worked on this game. If you really have something legitimately wrong with it, can you explain what it was so we can learn from that? And Gus and we felt. And Jeff, we all felt terrible about yeah, it. that. Yeah, that was
1: one of the worst feelings in the world. And, yeah. And you realize that, you know, when you have that pedestal, you should use it constructively as much as possible.
2: So our approach at Rush Teeth is, we just talk about the things we like. And a lot of times we get accused of being like fanboys for this or that or biased or whatever. We're totally biased because we only talk about things that we like. And that's, that's our approach. We're not trying to be a negative force in any yeah. way. We're trying to be a positive force. Uh,
0: it makes sense. That's, it's not fun having to deconstruct a game. Anyway, yeah. Let's get off that. Um, We've got a couple minutes left. We're in Australia. You guys are here for PAX. Um, You come to Australia all the time. I think there's a new storefront that was released to Australia Mm -hmm. not too long ago. Yep. Do you want to just talk about what you're doing to make
1: Rooster Teeth accessible, more easily accessible to Australian well, and New Zealand fans? You know, like you said, we launched a new online store for fans in this region in order to expedite shipping and make things, you know, easier on people who want stuff down here. We have a great partnership with a company down here called Hanabi. I cannot
2: say enough good things about them. Yeah. have just have been a tremendous force for us down here.
1: Uh, so they handle all of our distribution for the region, so which has really helped us secure a more stable... Path to get stuff out to uh, to fans to people who want to buy stuff.
2: They also help us with all of our events here. Yeah,
1: and they're the ones who organized all of our entire presence at PAX. They're the ones who set up all these interviews, you know, and and, and this. So it's like they've they've done a really really fantastic job of helping us uh, solidify our presence down here. There's
2: a like when we debate the schedule for the year for events. Australia, of course, everybody wants to go to Australia because it's a huge trip to go on and people like it. But then the other thing too is like these tend to be our best events. Uh, like, Gus, when he goes to events, he's normally setting up the booth still. Yeah. Yeah, he can trust yeah. the booth and all that. But the way Hannity handles everything down here, it's just like, we get to come down and just interact with the fans and, and really enjoy it. And I think we think the fans have a, probably a better experience too. Yeah. Cause they don't have to see angry Gus. Cause I'm not, I'm not sweaty <laughs> and stinky from setting up a booth all day. Don't forget angry and surly. Yeah. Those That's are also two good qualities. That
0: just,
1: that just comes with the package.
2: you got to get that
0: regardless. That's just Gus. Really? Right. I think we're pretty much done for time, so we gotta go. Thank you guys so much. Hey Steve, good to see Thank you. Guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.